what, what, what? It's Saturday because every day is Saturday. That's right. We're going to take a look at retirement. What are people doing? More people are retired right now than any time in history. People don't have jobs and they don't want jobs. We're going to take a look at what that looks like. We're going to talk to people, find out, do they enjoy being retired? Do they enjoy not going to work every day? Do they enjoy things that they're doing outside of work? Are they fulfilled the whole gamut of things we're going to look at? We're going to find out, were they traveling? Do they miss people they used to work with? Do they miss their jobs? That's going to happen right here on this podcast from the Bath Network. That's Bulldog and Friends. I'm the host of this podcast, and that is Every Day is Let's go right now. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. My gosh, it's Saturday. But every day is Saturday because I ain't got no job. I don't want no job. And we're going to talk about retirement today with the great, the unbelievable. He's done it all. And now he's retired. The workforce is just is not in the same spot it was when he started. But he's retired now. The great Bob Lonick. Bob, how you doing? Oh, fantastic. I'm retired. I don't work. It's Saturday. Every day is Saturday. You got to love it, can't you? We're going to jump into the questions again. Bob and I have had a lot of history together. He was the pastor at my wedding, the Young Life Leader, Pajama Contest. We talked about that last time, but let's uh, let's jump into retirement. So you've had a lot of jobs, but how long did you work for your last occupation? Give us a quick overview. Well, I basically had three long stints, 33 years with Young Life, working with kids and then doing administration. The second was with the International Justice Mission in Washington, D.C., and that was five and a half years. Fantastic time. I was a chief operating officer there. And then uh, 12 and a half years with Krista Ministries, a great big organization in Seattle. I was the CEO and president. And then I retired about four years ago, a little less than four years ago. Okay, you guys can't see Bob, but I'm looking at him right now. He looks as good as he did back in the days when we were at the miner's cabin at Woodleaf. I mean, he's looking good. You've aged well, my friend. Well, thank you. Bless you. Yeah, you look... Well, I won't go into that. (laughs) Yeah, that's why this is a podcast, Bob. That's why this is a podcast. I got you, man. Love you. Give me me a little idea of things you've missed about your job. What are some things you might have missed about not be working anymore? Well... I think that it's very easy to miss something right after you. And I have some interesting thoughts on retiring because you miss, I think we miss anything. We don't like change. And uh, man, just waking up, going to the office. I miss having an executive assistant. Hmm. Did all the details. I'm not a detail guy. All of a sudden, I got to plan my own calendar. <laughs> of course, then all of a sudden I have nothing to put on the calendar. <laughs> that's right. So, that's right. Uh, but the people, I was so blessed in all of my career. I loved doing what I was doing. It wasn't like I was trying to get away from something miserable. Right. Uh, I just was ready for another step in life. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Um, do you still keep in touch with some of those people or those people that your old work colleagues, do you see them at all? All the time. I I would say when I was in Young Life, I learned that life's about relationships. Right. And I just like 
people and like talking to people. And I focused on the people closest to me at work. And I've always loved to help other people. And so I just talk to people. That's my, that's who I am. And I, so they're still around. Yeah. It's great. If you don't know Bob, and we talked about this in the last podcast, boblonak.com. You got to say it a couple of times to have it sink in. And it's great. And Bob gives some great advice. He has a newsletter. He has a video blog. He's written books. He's done a lot of those things. So I know that that's an important thing to you. Okay. Here's a good question. I love this one. What do you like about not having a job? Well, first of all, you have to get used to it. See, because I think actually everybody's has a boss. I had a boss. My last job, 12 years, was a board of directors. The good thing is they had to get organized and vote to give me any direction. But <laughs> I like not being a, accountable to a person on earth. <laughs> To, yeah. to do. I mean, there's always accountability in a lot of different ways, being the right thing, doing the right thing. But I like waking up some days and saying, what am I going to do today? And now, and we can talk more of that later. Um, <laughs> what it, because I think you have to have a job, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, it's the freedom to follow the path you want to follow. That's great. Okay. How about travel? Have you done some travel? Are you going to do some travel? That's kind of a big thing in retirement. Go out and travel, see the world. Well, yeah, a lot of people think that. <clears throat> my problem is my jobs were all traveling the world. I mean, in all three of them, at the Young Life and IJM and Krista, I went to all kinds of different countries, both developed countries and developing countries. Most of them are developing countries, but and I'm a million mile flyer on United Airlines and I'm getting close on Alaska. So it's like, I'm really picky about where we go and what we, and we have a lot less traveling than we used to because we like being home and we like being with our kids and our grandkids. I traveled down to California. See, Todd's wife just gave us our great grand. So I'm a great grandfather. Wow. First first one she's a year old so we do stuff wow. like that. so Tom's daughter had a baby so great grandpa yeah exactly wow that's great but no travel is not a big motivator for me yeah is there a spot you'd like to go like there's some you have traveled the world but is there a spot you'd say I wouldn't like we went to Argentina just a little while ago and it was great what is there a spot that you'd like to go or you're thinking about yeah Croatia oh. I'm a Croatian I'm a full-blooded Croatian and That's great. I've never been there. And Croatia is a big, uh, big vacation spot for Europeans and it's not expensive. And I've had a friend that went there and I'd like to go there. I've my, both my daughter and my son have been to Croatia and they say it's, they say it's the most beautiful place in Europe. Yeah. They say it's unbelievable. So yeah. that's yeah. a great spot. All right. Give me a typical day in the life of a retired Bob Lonak. Well, I got in the habit. I'm an old guy. I get up early, probably around five o'clock. And for the first hour or two, I read. I don't watch TV. I spend some time alone, reading, thinking, writing, praying. And then Kathleen gets up. By that time, she's had her tea. And Kathleen and I spend the next hour on the couch we have this in our calendar 
and we've been reading through the new the old testament and the new testament and we're on still we're just getting into the new testament so it took us like 14 months we've done this this. so the point is i'm not interested in being a religious guy or being a somebody's perceived as being snooty or whatever i want to know god we want to together experience god's life and presence so what do you do to do that so we we sit there and we read the Bible, and then we talk about it. And then we say, what are we going to do today? And I always laugh. I got a group of guys I meet with. But then I say, well, then I listen to Kathleen. She talks a lot more than I do. Yeah. But I've learned to listen. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's totally great. So that starts our day. And then we also really believe that what comes our way is what we should do. And sometimes that means plan. We plan to go down and see Todd and see our little... Our, great-granddaughter and stuff. A lot of times when you are retired, you can sort of get into a deal where you're trying to keep busy. I've been busy all my life. I'm trying to keep not busy. (laughs) I Um, love it. So stuff happens to me and I'm ready. I think this is the biggest blessing. The stuff that happens to me, I'm not all that concerned about getting on to the next thing i'm concerned about staying focused on that thing somebody calls me i see somebody i talk to somebody i got time to do that it's great it's great all right here's one that i haven't even got to i'm only a year into retirement but uh, if you could start a new career what would it be i'm starting a new career i have a new career tell us about it well, it's Bob BobLonek.com, and I'm actually rethinking because it's taken me about three years. I had so many contacts with people that they wanted me to help them run the business or run the nonprofit or whatever, not run it, but to be a consultant. Right. So I started that and I thought, I don't like that. I don't like yeah. being a consultant. I tell them stuff and they don't do it. <laughs> How are they going to know if it's any good if they don't do it? But people don't like change. Yeah. So I thought... I've had so many conversations with people, Todd, and this is not about me. This is about God's grace and goodness. It's like you say, Bob, I had this happen. Todd Urban called me the other day. He's driving from San Diego. This was maybe, I don't know, a month or two ago. See his kid. And he said, hey, you just came to mind, Bob. And I remember what you said to me a long time ago. It was one of the most important things anybody ever said to me. Now, I don't even remember it, right? That's somehow I've spent my life, and I think part of this is just a gift God gives you, sharing with my family first and other people stuff I'm learning. Yeah. And letting them do whatever they want with it. Yeah. And and I like to think it's words of wisdom. That's the word people have used with it. It's kind of weird knowing myself that people see me as somebody (laughs) who has a lot of wisdom. But that's what I'm putting together. The book, the podcast, the blogs are all an attempt for me to just share my lifelong journey, which to me has been miraculous and amazing. I mean, like you said, I'm 77 years old and I'm in great health. I have tons of friends I want to help all, and I don't need to make a lot of money so I can live fine and... right. I'm sharing what I think is important for people to know about life in order for them to prosper more. 
That's great, Bob. It's, funny, it's kind of yeah. a funny definition, but that's my yeah. career. No, I think it's great. I think it's it's kind of like your life. You brought everything together that you God has put you in life, and you're giving it to other people. That's great. Yeah, I don't have much to give. I just taught PE, so I, oh, I, no, a, no, I can tell you. I'll tell you a funny story. We went and we went and played bocce ball for the first time, and uh, we got our butts kicked. Kathy and me, we have a team. And so I don't, I couldn't even part how to win a game on them. So well, I'm working on it. I'm still that's uh, good. working. That's an project. athletic endeavor you're not good at. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bocce ball. You know, we, funny. We went down yesterday in practice. So we got a match coming up. All right. Um, uh, in words of wisdom, because you have them all the time and you've imparted them to me and so many other people, what would you, what would you have to tell people about being retired? You talked a little bit about it on the podcast, but if somebody's a newly retired person, what would you do? Well, I think that so if I could articulate the purpose of life, especially as a follower of Christ, I think it's just to understand yourself and be you. I don't buy this like, oh, it's a, you're wholly a person if you go, if you're a pastor or something. Right. You're just whoever you are. I mean, right. you're calling in life and see, I think it's not always easy to understand that. And I think a lot of times before retirement, you're trying to figure that out. You are blessed, like I think you were taught to uh, have a job that was, you love coaching basketball. Right. You love sports. Can you believe you got to do that for a living? I know. Crazy, you got isn't it? paid for it, all right? <laughs> well, I think the question deeper is all right what'd you learn all about that because it's really clear to me that the minute we start thinking about our it's about me then you get in trouble life's not about you it's about you being you for the good of others for the good of society for the good of god's work here on earth it's more blessed to give than to receive, but everybody's got something different to give. Yeah. And you got to figure out what that is. And you have to have a purpose in retirement. I can't tell you how many people I know in retirement who are miserable. Yeah. And they try to fill the time up with travel or doing this or doing that, but they have no purpose. Yeah. So find that purpose, look yeah. to people, have some wisdom and go from there. That's great. And get in. A, I have a group of guys. I just had the meeting this morning for two hours. We meet every other week and there's 10 of us. And I'm the oldest guy. The youngest guy is about 40. So it's a wide span. Oh, wow. And sharing, like today, the topic was how do you finish well? Well, we got all kinds of like, okay, what do you mean finish? Well, we mean finish today. How do we do today well? How are we going to make our whole life well? Yeah. How are we going to die well? Right. And take that straight on rather than just keep, I think, who was it that said this was Walden Pond guy? People live life of quiet desperation. Yeah. Throw, throw. Throw. And because they don't want to, then they anesthetize themselves with drugs or booze or, or religion or a lot of stuff. Right. 
that doesn't do it for them. No. My experience now, I'm 77, is just like, it, this is not, it, you're never perfect. We all have missed the mark so much. We need God's grace. But I'm experiencing more joy and fun in my life right now than ever. It's great. Yeah. I uh, I remember one thing you said, I was, I don't know, 16, 15 years old, but it always has stuck with me through my whole life is that there is a space in your body, a hole that only God can fill. And I've thought about that my whole life. You do other things, you put other things in there, but that's, that's his spot. And he, that what makes you that fulfillment. That's not whatever else. So if you're kind of looking towards that, Bob, thank you for being on today. Really appreciate it. And remember boblonak.com. And if you've never been there, a lot of our people that are listening have, but you've never been there, go there, go back and watch the video clips. I haven't seen one in a little while. Have you been offline? We, yeah, we were for a while now, only because we're redoing, trying to put it, I've got three advisors, my grandkids that are all <laughs> young, right. and that's who I want to talk to. Right. And they're teaching me all this stuff because we great. have content. I have like 76 videos on there. Yeah, no, I mean, I see most of them. I mean, they're great. Yeah. yeah. And so we're retooling all that and trying to put in another thing. I got redoing my newsletter. So, yeah, it's a work in progress. I don't know yeah. how to do this. I never done it before, but I'm learning. That's great. That's great. Well, again, we want to thank Bob Lonick. We also want to talk real quick about Saving Innocence. Remember, the gala April 2nd is coming. It's an unbelievable, you want to talk about a mission. It is something that is so horrible that's happening in our lifetime right now, not back in the time of the Bible or any of those times where they had slavery. More people are enslaved now than ever, and yeah. we need to do something about it. You can call, go to savinginnocence.org, go there. Find something that you can do to help would be great. Again, the gala is April 2nd, so it's a fundraiser. So if you're interested in doing that. Last thing is I got the funny story, retirement story of the week. I'll just go real quick into it. So the movies has always been a big part of my life. I always go to the movies. I always love going to the movies, being part of, went to the movies yesterday by myself. A lot of times it's by myself. I don't care. I love the movies. And uh, here's a retirement thing that it just totally hit me. When you're working, you got a job, you go to the movies, it's usually five or six o'clock, seven o'clock movie, whatever. And, uh, but if you're retired, you can go any time of the day. Well, if you live in an area like I do now, Palm Desert, which there's a lot of retired people, that diet, that thing totally changes on its head. If you try to get to a movie in Palm Desert between 12 and three, you're just not going to get in unless you go the day before. The movies are packed. <laughs> if you want to go see 80 for Brady or if you want to see, they call me Otto or one of those movies that kind of works towards the, the retirement group, you have no chance to get in. So it's so funny. Kathy and I had to wake up about a week before we could get a time to see 80 for Brady and Otto movie because that's retirement. You go to the movies early, they're packed from 1130 to three and nobody's there from seven, eight, nine when you normally go. So that's our funny retirement of the week. Again, thank you, Bob Lonek for being on with us. So much fun. Love you, Bulldog. You're the man. Thanks, Brett.